When things get so big, I don't trust them at all. You want some control. You've got to keep it small. Peter Gabriel, DIY, 1977, The Scratch Album. Porsche 917. In 1968 the Commission Sport of Internationale, CSI or International Sport Commission, a branch of the Fédération Internationale du Sport Automobile, FIA or International Sports Car Federation, concluded that, once again, cars had become too fast and dangerous in the unlimited capacity Group 6 prototypes class. This category had seen the titanic battles between Ford and Ferrari, the 7 liters V8 Ford GT40 against the 4 liters V12 Ferrari P2 and P3, featured in the Ford vs. Ferrari movie, BTW if you are reading this post and don't know what I'm talking about then you must log into Netflix, watch it and then come back. It is one hell of a good movie. These monsters of a race car were reaching speeds of more than 336 km per hour, 210 miles per hour, in the Mulsanne Strait at the 24 hours of Le Mans. Considering that they still use steel disc brakes to stop these things, racing in those cars was not a particularly healthy activity. A Porsche 917 going at 350 km per hour, 220 miles per hour, through the Mulsanne Strait at Le Mans, 1970. So for the 1968-1971 seasons, the CSI limited engine displacement to 3 liters, and extended it later to 5 liters after receiving too few applications for the series. This change of rules tempted Porsche to return to the category and to Le Mans with a new design named 917 that turned the current Porsche 908 into obsolescence. But Porsche could not get its act together, due to the car's tendency to generate lift in the rear wheels. The ground effect and the downforce concepts were in an early stage in those days. 917s were fast but also were tail-happy in the corners. This, as you can imagine, is not the most adequate behavior for a car going at 200 km per hour, 125 miles per hour, in 90 degrees curves. A long-tail Porsche 917. In 1970, while doing more tests, Germans have a long-standing tendency to over-engineering, at the Asterikring circuit in Austria, one of the Porsche engineers discovered that although the car was full of dead insects that had been caught in the 917's trajectory, the car's tail was clean. That meant that there was no airflow over the tail, hence no downforce on the rear wheels. Using advanced German engineering, some aluminum sheets joined together with duct tape, they modified the tail to generate the required downforce and the short tail, Kurscheck, 917 was created. A short tail Porsche 917. The development was complicated since many new technologies were employed in the car design. The engine was a 4, 5 liters flat 12 cylinder. Basically, two 911 flat 6s joined together. This air-cooled beast generated 520 horsepower. The 917 employed all kind of low-weight exotic materials, like titanium and magnesium alloys. The body was made of a thin aluminum sheet. So thin, that the bodywork was constantly pressurized to detect any cracks in the welding. The car's race weight was just 800 kilograms, 1,764 pounds. In a test, the long-tail, Langcheck, version reached 362 kilometers per hour, 225 miles per hour. Some significantly safe speed reduction, indeed. The original air-cooled, 4.5-liter, flat 12 of the Porsche 917. Porsche won nine of the ten races of the 1970 season. After being an underdog at Le Mans for 20 years, they were the category leaders. That superiority continued in 1971 when the bodywork was rebuilt using magnesium alloys. In 1972 the FIA once again limited engine displacement to 3 liters, making the 917 unsuitable for Europe. 
a low drag Porsche 917 aka the Pink Pig. Porsche refocused and went to America to participate in the Can-Am series, where the 917 was equipped with a turbocharged flat 12 engine with 750 horsepower. Porsche dominated the 72 and 73 Can-Am series. The 1973 917-30 had a turbocharged 5.4 liters flat 12 with 1,100 horsepower. Then came the oil crisis, a series of tragic accidents, and the fact that few teams were interested in racing against an invulnerable, overpowered, over-engineered, and really expensive factory-backed group of teams racing 917s. Porsche wanted to win all the races, all the time, costs be damned. If you want to watch actual footage of these cars on Le Mans, you must find the 1971 movie obviously titled Le Mans, where one of the coolest guys ever, Steve McQueen, actually drives the cars and performs all the stunts, in front of the terrified eyes of the film producers. McQueen's 917 was sold in an auction in 2009 for 14 million US dollars, a Porsche record. For those readers that were born later, now you know where does the name Lightning McQueen come from. Steve McQueen must be the coolest guy, ever.